Hey everybody and welcome to the Nintendo Fuse podcast. This is episode 159 entitled Switch Again in 2019. Switch Again in 2019 maybe? I don't know. We'll see. We'll talk about it in just a second and uh, it's not just me here Steve uh, to talk to you guys. Uh, I also have with me Barry. Hey guys. Good to be here. And uh, Barry it looks like you you have a friend with you this time. You want to introduce uh, your friend? Yeah I, I was feeling a little generous and I decided to toss a bone over to Hassan and untie him just for tonight. Um, so, yeah, special guest Hassan is rejoining us for the night, Thank which you. is awesome. Oh, my gosh. I can breathe. Whew, it was <laughs> uh, losing air down in that dungeon, you know, so it's, I'm glad to be up for some fresh air for a little while. I'm <laughs> um, glad you could join us today, Hassan. It's it's always a, it's a good podcast when you come back around. So. Unfortunately, we don't have Greg tonight, uh, but uh, that's okay. We got we still have plenty to talk about, and uh, and Hudson's gonna fill in the gaps a little bit for for Greg. And um, so before we jump jump into anything else, we do want to let you know that uh, our pod- podcast is interactive. So if you're watching us live, be sure to jump in the uh, the chat room there on YouTube. And uh, let us know your thoughts about what we're talking about. And also be sure to subscribe, hit that bell to be alerted by all the videos every time we go live and all that sort of stuff. And uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And uh, guys, we also have a brand new uh, Facebook community uh, that we want you to join. So join our group. We have links on Facebook uh, for that. And we would love to continue the conversation outside of our podcast on all those different social medias. So make sure you do tune in to uh, Nintendo Fuse on all of that. And uh, we always want to interact with uh, your questions as well. So you can always send in questions uh, between shows at podcast at NintendoFuse.com. And uh, we'll we'll address your questions in the next show. Uh, All right. So one of the big things that we do know that a lot of people are tuning in for tonight is to find out the uh, the winner of our video games monthly pod uh, uh, contest. Um, So we are going to leave you hanging a little bit that uh, we're going to address that later on in our podcast. We'll announce the winner. Um, So anything to say about that, uh, Barry, before we move on? I just do want to say a big thank you uh, to start off with uh, to Video Games Monthly. Uh, if you've never heard of them, please go to videogamesmonthly.com and check it out. You can purchase several boxes that will come to your door. Uh, it's either three games, four games, five games, or I think seven games. Um, and the, what you do is you pretty much give them a list of what you have and the type of games you want. And then they're going to send you a box of games you don't have, of the genres you want, of the systems you have. Uh, it's a really great service run by really great people. Uh, so thank you again for uh, allowing us to do this contest. We hope this is the first of many. Uh, and thank you to all of the people who entered. Uh, best of luck to you. I do not know the winner. Um, so we will find out uh, in a little bit later. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, before we jump into any of the news that we're going to be talking about this week, let's uh, let's talk about what we've been playing. So let's go to Hassan first. Hassan, what's uh, what's been occupying your time in terms of video games lately? Uh, lately, so I just got Super Mario Party, uh, and I played it uh, um, the other day, and then also right before this, I played um, a little bit more with with my wife, uh, and. You know, I'm 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 glad that it's a true return to form. It was actually fun, and we we actually wanted to play again, which which was certainly nice. Uh, and so, yeah, it's it's definitely been pretty exciting. We did a couple of the, the main board games, uh, which is your pretty much your classic Mario Party. Some slight differences, like stars or ten coins instead of twenty coins, and little little things like that. But the overall classic feel is there. Uh, and there's a couple of other game modes as well. 
Um, there's this like river rafting mode where you can kind of go down different paths and you play mini games as you go. Um, and so that was pretty fun. So, um, yeah, so far, so far, so good. So that, that's definitely been, been pretty enjoyable. Uh, other than that, I have been playing some Fortnite, uh, a little bit on the switch, mostly on the Xbox, but, but still a little bit of N Nintendo love there with, with some, some gaming on the switch. Um, and that's really the main stuff I've been playing on the Nintendo side of things. Actually, also Labo, Nintendo Labo. Um, I had not built the stuff in quite a long time, uh, but I finally decided to get back to it because my wife got me the, the vehicle kit recently. And I'm like, well, I still need to finish the variety kit and I haven't opened the robot kit, so let me get on that. So I finally finished the variety kit and built the piano. So now I have to do the robot kit and then I'm going to do the, the vehicle kit after that. So nice. got a lot nice. of building to do. That's a lot more than I built. I built the uh, the first couple things, and then I called it a day, and haven't touched it <laughs> since. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Barry, what's what have you been playing lately? Well, like um, like Hassan, I have also been doing Super Mario Party. Um, it's been a lot of fun. My wife and I have also played it. Uh, I'm working on unlocking things now. There's uh, there's a lot of fun in it, and it's interesting because my wife really never played Mario Party before. So we were playing against a computer and stuff, and and she's slowly starting to see, like, oh, my God, if that was a real person that just stole my car, I'd go or, or stole my star, I'd go over there and punch him in the face, you know? <laughs> like, I'm like, yep, that's Mario Party. Um, so it's been a lot of fun. I'm very happy with it. Uh, I can't wait to have some friends over and ruin friendships because that's what Mario Party is great about. Um, other than that, I've been playing a little bit of Time Carnage, although I'll be honest, Playing that on the Switch just makes me want to boot it up on the PS4 and VR because I think that is a VR game. Um, but I, I, I got a code, so I'm playing through it. Uh, of course, Mega Man. Uh, Mega Man 11 came out. Um, played through that and beat it uh, relatively quickly. But I've been so starved for a new Mega Man game, I'm so happy about that. So if you haven't played that yet, uh, give that a try. And uh, I, did, uh, I finished up Xenoblade Chronicles 2 after Tor and I went through and I did all the quests outside of the last one which like unleashed a level 125 super boss that I wasn't prepared for and I was like yeah I'm not going to do this now I'm so rusty <laughs> in the game <laughs> uh, but all my other time um, when I had time uh, has been Dragalia Lost and I totally didn't expect that but I've been hooked uh, which we'll <laughs> talk about in a little bit later um, but yeah other than that I've had a, a busy busy two weeks uh, we had New York Comic Con uh, so we went there and we got to see uh, some people. We got to talk to some people from Capcom. Uh, I got to actually tell them, please release this stuff physically. Um, and they're like, oh, you like things physically? I'm like, yes, please release this stuff physically outside of Japan. So I doubt that anything will happen. But I got to yell at some director, or <laughs> some games since I bring this physically here. Uh, you know, I got to see Square Enix. I got to watch a little Kingdom Hearts 3. Maybe that will come to the Switch. Who knows? Um, but yeah. That's that's pretty much been my last two weeks outside of you know the norm. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a more games played this week or this past two weeks than, than I have in a while. Uh, mm. I like it. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I have actually the complete opposite. Um, the last couple of weeks have been uh, not really filled with very many games at all. Um, I did play uh, Magic Cat, um, streamed that, um, got a, a code for that, and uh, and did a little streaming on that a couple of weeks ago. Um, the same. Uh, 
uh, played a little debris infinity. Um, so magic cat is a very simple um, it's, I think it's been released on other platforms as well. And there's kind of a couple different games with it, but it's a very simple um, platformer. So it, it's fun, but it's, it's, you know, not, not something I would recommend everybody go after. Um, but uh, it's it's a pretty simple thing. And then uh, Debris Infinity is kind of like Geometry Wars, sort of um, twin stick shooter sort of thing um, with some different uh, elements. Um, again, it's it's very simple and it, and it's, um, I guess the presentation, there's only like three main modes and uh, it, does, it does it well. And so I enjoyed it, but it's not something I keep going back to over and over. Um, and let's see, what else did I play? I, I played a, a little uh, Xenoblade 2 Torna. Um, and so I am actually, let's see, I think probably about three to four hours in. So far away from beating it and everything. Um, I, I still stand by by what I said last time to you, Barry. I, I think, like, I don't know, when does, when does it feel like you actually like get into the action? Because I feel like there's still a whole lot of story and very little action still. Did you, did you get over to Gormont yet? Yes. All right. After but the event. I done a whole lot there. Okay. Yet. Like when you get there, there's some story heavy stuff and then it opens up. Okay. And then you get more side quests and you could choose. I mean, you could just go right back to Torna and mm -hmm. continue the story or you could explore Gormont. Gormont is a, is a big area. Um, there's tons to do there. And then of course, when you go back to Torna, you actually go back to a different area than when you first started. And there's a ton to do there too. Um, so yes, it's story driven. Yes, you'll see that red uh, exclamation mark on your map. Like here's the next story area, but you don't have to go there ever. You can take 20 hours and walk to the left if you want to instead. Okay. Okay. Makes sense then. Yeah, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not turned off by the story. I just feel like I was like, it doesn't seem balanced right now. I feel like there's a lot more story than action, but, but uh, good to hear that it, it's going to be changing up really soon for me. Yeah. Um, Super I Mario Party. I got it. I was excited about it. And then um, we had guests in this weekend and, uh, and, um, normally I would be breaking it out and playing with guests, but, uh, it was my family. Actually, my parents came out to visit and they've never been to Colorado. So we had to take them around and actually see like real stuff instead of staring at a TV screen the whole time. So, um, so we decided to, to enjoy nature and, and things like that instead of, uh, playing the Super Mario Party. So. <laughs> no, but that's what well, nights. I guess it's good that you didn't play Super Mario Party because your family would have been all yelling at each other, and it would have been. Yeah, it, it was a nice, test. enjoyable trip, and and instead <laughs> of uh, a really heated one. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, Hudson, any, anything come out recently that uh, that you really wanted to get your hands on but haven't got a chance yet? Uh, I don't think so. I think I'm finally because now that I'm done with school i'm done with like all this stuff i actually have time to play video games which has been fantastic so I, i'm just kind of enjoying and and probably will go back and play some more of some games that i didn't get to play enough of like mario tennis aces and um i'm going through and playing spider-man on the ps4 i know it's not nintendo but like you know so just kind of going back and just enjoying a bunch of games now so it's been nice cool how about you barry yeah, I've actually been doing that too. I went back to Mario Tennis Aces, and in fact, I did did the stuff in September. Uh, I need to do October. Uh, I think the Boo thing is still going on. Uh, I need to try to finish up with the visors. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with it, though. You know, it's it's really nice just to go back and enjoy 
Uh, and also forgot to mention, I did pick up Dragon Ball Fighters uh, for the Switch, and I did play it first day. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is you know a lot of fun, and I want to play more of this. And then Mega Man came out like right after, so I popped in Mega Man, and then before I could put Dragon Ball Fighters back in, Super Mario Party came out. So <laughs> I need to get back to Dragon Ball Fighters. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna buy the season pass, but. Uh, I'm enjoying what I've played so far. I'm glad to see it on the Switch. Cool. Outside of that, I can't think of anything really on my radar. I just, I'm trying to keep it more low key till uh, Pokemon and, and Smash come because I want to give them attention too. Cool. Well, Luigi's cool. Mansion comes out this week on, on the 3DS, and uh, Jake Hunter came out last week, and I'm debating if i even want to put up my 3ds for them or or now that now that i've been doing dragalia lost it's like do i want to play my 3ds in bed no i got stuff to do in dragalia <laughs> nice nice uh looks like the chat um let's see what is it uh jared krinsky said he got a new game from video game con got warrior woods so it's great uh and he also said that mario party is zero out of ten if it doesn't ruin friendships and relationships in the end which is uh, probably very true. Like you need to have some good fights in Mario Party, or it's not a good Mario Party game. So, which is probably why I didn't like nine and ten because you you went around together and competed together, and that's just right. That's not like, fun. No, no, we want things where actually causes us to want to throw a punch in real life. So. Oh yeah, the new one definitely does that. <laughs> there's there's nothing worse than just like the final turn, someone like landing on a on a lucky getting a star, then hitting something to steal a star from you, and then also running into the star, and they get three stars in the final turn, and you're just like, what? And then they get the bonus stars. And then they get the bonus <laughs> stars at the end, yeah. And there's nothing worse than, like, like in the in this, like, when there's, like, three turns left, it's like, who do you think is going to win? And they never pick you, because you're usually in first place against a computer. So they pick someone on the computer, and they give them, like, the golden pipe. So the next turn, they just go right, right to the, the star, that you're you're almost there. You're like two spaces away. They get the golden pipe. Boom! It's like no. If you were a real person, I would probably hit you at this point. <laughs> they gave the golden pipe to my wife, and she was already in first place and had a star, so she was <laughs> even in more first place. And then she got the bonus star too. And I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> See, Super Mario Party. Right now, the divorce papers right now. now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, well, uh, let's 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 talk about some news here. Um, there is some interesting uh, rumors. I'd say it's not ne technically news uh, because the first thing we're going to jump into is talk about this this thing that the Wall Street Journal uh, broke. Um, what was it last week? Earlier this week? Um, no, not earlier this week. This is Monday. So last week, um, and they they basically said they have. Uh, confirmation that there's going to be uh, a new version of the Nintendo Switch next year. Um, supposedly, according to them, uh, that it's going to adopt the OLED panels that are used in the uh, Apple iPhone uh, 10 series, and um, it's going to uh, basically be updated uh, version of what we have already. And so, um, not necessarily a brand new Switch, brand new console, or anything. It's kind of just uh, the next version of the Switch. Um, we don't really know a whole lot uh, as of right now, um, but uh, we do know that this, I mean, people were talking for a while and Nintendo does, does want to continue the momentum um, to try to keep sales up for the Switch year after year. And if they've been, you know, they want to keep things, you know, give us something fresh and new that kind of 
has a new push for the system again. Um, but we don't really have anything confirmed uh, other than, you know, what the Wall Street Journal is, is saying about this. Um, Barry, what what do you think? Is this is this true? Are they actually going to do that this time? Um, what do you think? It's been rumors around it a lot it's, for a while. It's one of those things I've learned over the years that you can really never predict what Nintendo is going to do. I can't tell you how many times we were like, we mini or we, we, we HD, we HD, it's going to happen. It's going to happen and nothing, nothing ever happened. So is it possible? Yes. I mean, they've proven with the new 3DS line, they proved it with the DSi line. Um, They're more than capable of putting out a better version several years down. But I don't think they would be doing it so early and I don't think they would let something like this slip right before the holidays where people were like, well, should I wait and buy a switch now? They want people to buy switches this holiday. And I mean, they're trying to hit that 20 million sold this year. So I don't think they would sabotage it. Is it possible? Yes. Is it something that they might do eventually? Yes. Do I think it's coming next year? I don't. And I could be wrong. Um, but I certainly don't think that they are going to try to sabotage their own holiday sales. Yeah. It's interesting because because the, the journal does say that it's supposed to be coming out probably in the latter half of 2019. So this is, you know, possibly a more than a year announcement on this. And I know for, Apple sales, for instance, for iPhone sales, um, when whenever Apple announces a new phone, sales for that current phone drop considerably because people just wait until the next one. Um, with a year, possibly over a year out, is, is this too early for them to announce this, Hassan, or or is this this perfect timing? Do you think this is this is going to happen? Well, I think the thing, the interesting thing is, it, well, first of all, it's the Wall Street Journal, and they've usually been right about these types of things, and so. Um, I do think it is pretty possible, um, but I, I think this is something that Nintendo, I don't, I mean, they didn't approve this thing. I, I don't think if it was up to Nintendo, they wouldn't have announced it and they haven't announced anything yet um, because for the reasons that you said, they wouldn't want to cannibalize the sales for the holiday, that sort of thing. I think if we get any kind of official announcement, maybe it'll be around E3 or something next year and then for the latter half of the year or something like that. Um, this was just a report from the Wall Street Journal about what could happen, which two and a half years into the lifespan of, of the Switch, uh, it's it, Nintendo's done it before, even in shorter time frames with revisions to software. Um, so I definitely think it's possible. I just wonder, and I'm, I'm conflicted on if it's going to be more of like a 2DS compared to 3DS, like taking away some features and making a cheaper version or an upgraded version of the Switch, because I can see arguments either way, and I'm not sure which direction Nintendo is going to want to go in. Um, but I definitely think it's plausible. Yeah, and that's a good point. I mean, like like you said, Nintendo didn't announce this themselves. It, it's just uh, kind of the Wall Street Journal apparently breaking this leak. So um, so let's talk about like what it what it could be. We've we've speculated a little bit uh, on the podcast before about what a next Nintendo Switch could be. Um, you know, maybe it could be uh, a pro kind of version of it. Maybe it could be a mini, like stripped down version, like you said, Hassan. Um, Barry, what do you think they're actually going to, if this does happen, or or maybe the inevitable, the inevitable upgrade that does eventually happen? Maybe it doesn't happen next year, but it does eventually happen. What what's it going to look like? What what direction is Nintendo going to go? If I was Nintendo, all right. If I was Nintendo, <laughs> I would wait 
and do what what PS is doing and what Xbox is doing. So when they announce, here's the here's the PS5, here's the Xbox Two, whatever they're going to call it. Say, hey, we have a new version of the Switch. All right, this new version of the Switch is coming out. It's going to be more powerful. You know, we already have Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey on the Switch in Japan via cloud. It's going to be able to run those natively. It's going to be at least, if not on par with the PS5 and Xbox 2, at least on par with the PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, um, or maybe somewhere in between. Um, this way, they can handle ports. Because if they don't, they're not going to be able to get ports of of games for the for the PS5 or the Xbox 2. At the same time, I could also see them doing a cheaper model that is stripped down maybe 149.99, 199.99, uh something akin to the 2DS. Hey, this is for the kids. They don't need all that power. It plays all current Switch games and it plays all Switch games going forward outside of the ones like Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed and the more powerhouse ones. And the model that we have now, I can see them just keeping it as a mid-tier, you know, mm. or or discontinuing it altogether and just saying, look, you either get the powerhouse or you get the cheaper one pick. Yeah, that's an interesting thought um, for sure. And I think it kind of alludes, at least it seems like, uh, you know, if, if they go with what you're proposing, it, that um, maybe the, the 2DS, 3DS line will eventually just fade away and all Nintendo will be is the Switch. And you have different variations of the Switch uh, based on how much power or how much uh, versatility you want. But uh, yeah. but Switch is the future of Nintendo. Um, Hudson, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think... You know, the one of the arguments for the cheaper version of the Switch would be exactly that. I think they have the they've been extending the 3DS's lifespan for for longer than most people thought, but at some point they're going to have to transition people, and maybe the the $300 is a little too much. So they could drop the price on the Switch and do a more powerful version, that sort of thing. But you know, releasing a cheaper version could try and capture that audience. Now, what features they would sacrifice and stuff that's it's hard to really say um, specifically, but because some people say, you know, the idea of maybe having a smaller switch with the Joy-Cons built in. Eh, but I don't know that that fits with the concept of switch. I mean, technically you're switching from handheld to the TV, but you're not like you can't play Super Mario Party in that fashion. You know, so like mm -hmm. there's some games it, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's in such a weird situation with that. So it's hard to say which way they would go. But on the other hand, you know, they could do the more powerful model like barry was saying um although i feel like if they do I, I i don't think it's actually going to be a huge difference like you know i think it's maybe it'll be that the docked version of the switch now is what is the handheld version on the new one and then there's a new layer that is now docked in the switch you know just to make sure that there's the maximum compatibility with yep. games um but you never know. Nintendo at this point, like they really could do so many different things. It's kind of exciting to see what could happen. See, I agree with you on some cases there, Hassan, but I really think, and of course they're probably not going to do this because this is the logical step, but I really think they need to step up the power, uh, at least do a Tegra X2 or something else, simply because the Switch right now, if you notice a lot of the third-party games they're getting are games that were on the 360 or the PS3. Now, there are some 
PS4, Xbox One games, Dragon Ball Fighter Z I mentioned before, and you know, Dark Souls Remastered, and you know stuff like that. Uh, Wolfenstein 2, Doom, but that's only going to go so long. They're no longer making games for the 360. They're no longer making games for the PS3, outside of maybe a sports game here or there. They can't survive. See, the reason the Wii was able to survive with so much less power is because of the PS2. That is the main reason. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of Wii games that came out also came out in the PS2, and sometimes even the PSP. And it was almost like those two systems for Sony were actually helping the Wii because they could say, hey, we could develop this exclusive version for the Wii <clears throat> and also put it out on PS2 or, or PSP to sell more units to justify making this version. The Switch is selling like crazy, and there's no no doubt about it that, that developers are trying to get their games on Switch. That is absolutely true. But, and it's a big but, how long is that going to be? Are they going to say, oh, the new Call of Duty, we're going to make a lesser version because it's totally going to sell? Is Panic Button going to say enough is enough with these ports? You know, how long before this well runs dry? And I think it's going to run drier sooner versus later. And that's the problem. And if they don't step up their game, they're going to be left in the dust. And we're going to get a Wii U situation where, hey, we got a lot of indie games. That's great. And, hey, we got the Nintendo games. Hey. And we got the occasional third-party game like Just Dance and maybe some other party game from Ubisoft that no one really cares about, like that Wii U game that they have finished, shelved, and isn't even out in the Switch. Um, that's what we're, we're, we're going to have if they don't step up the power because there is no PS2 to fall back on. The 360 and the PS3 are dead. They are not going to say, well, we're going to make the Switch and the 360 PS3 version of it in 2020, 2021. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, just Tinsel says, I think he agrees with you. They just have to push back so many games because the switch doesn't have enough power. Um, it needs an upgrade, definitely, um, not a budget model. So he'd be more in favor of a, an upgraded model instead of budget model. Um, I love the idea, but, uh, but it, would it be, um, causing a, a split, um, like the, we've talked about in the past with, uh, like the new 3DS XL and, and that sort of thing where certain games only run on this version of the switch is, would that be a problem? Absolutely not. And the reason I say that is simple. There were four physical games for the new 3DS and, and as far as I'm aware, maybe only one digital Binding of Isaac. And, and there's rumors that the Kirby Extra Epic Yarn will be as well. So we're going to assume. So we'll say five physical, one digital. And, and then, then, of course, you have the Super Nintendo Virtual Console. Okay. You look at the DSi. The DSi had, what, six physical or five physical? The only three even came to America. And then you had the DSiWare that was exclusive. That didn't hinder... DS games coming out. Mm -hmm. It was there as an option, but it wasn't, oh my god, I absolutely need a DSi, or oh my god, I absolutely need a new 3DS. So, it'll be there for the people who want it. Those that want the Assassin's Creed, the Resident Evil 7, whatever new you know ports are coming over. And if you don't care about those games, then you're happy with the regular Switch, because I guarantee you, Nintendo's going to make all their games work on both, both systems. Or at mm -hmm. least the majority of their games, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, if they, whatever they end up doing, I think they're going to ensure maximum compatibility. I think, you know, if there's, there may only be a handful of games, if that, that are only on like an upgraded Switch, that sort of thing. I think they're going to focus on, because the, the concept behind the Switch is just, 
how you have so many different ways you can play and how easy it is. And so I think they don't want to probably muddle things and make it too confusing, you know? So I think they're going to try and keep that straightforward. Um, so I, I don't see that being that much of an issue. I think the other interesting thing will just be the, the size and shape of the system really can't change too much because they're probably going to, I mean, I would assume they're going to keep joy cons as is. So they have to be docked into the system in some way. They could make it slightly thinner or maybe remove some of the bezels on the system, that sort of thing. But beyond that, like you couldn't necessarily do some big clamshell thing because like you need the joy cons, the joy cons. I don't see them getting rid of or doing a new version of joy cons. Cause then you're going to get, you know, confusion and, um, so I think they, they just have to stay within the limits of upgrading so that they ensure compatibility. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, in the end, I, I don't, I don't doubt they will eventually, uh, upgrade it, especially if it continues to sell and they want to continue momentum and, and not, you know, cannibalize their sales of that one. And in, in order to make a brand new system, it makes more sense for them to just kind of, you know, release an upgrade. It'd be great to have, you know, games that, uh, that could, you know, can't run currently on the switch, but uh, eventually get it. And you know, people in the chat are talking about how, what about Witcher three um, on the go? Like uh, that would be kind of crazy um, to have, you know, these games that um, currently just cannot run on the switches, uh, uh, you know, current um, capabilities, but eventually maybe, you know, you could be playing like these really top notch games um, on the go. And that's be crazy. Uh, it, I would love a, a better screen on it, but to be completely honest with you, like I think it looks good already. I play more in docked mode than I do on the go. And so like while a, a new screen would be cool, um, it's not as important to me as the the processor and the speed of the system and able to what it's able to handle. Um, do you guys agree with that or would, is, a, is a better screen um, on the portable mode um, more important? Very what you think. Um, I mean, a better screen wouldn't hurt. I mean, if there's one thing that Vita proved is that an OLED screen uh, on a portable device looks awesome, and Apple's following suit, obviously, with the uh, the new iPhones. Uh, if you ask me, what I would rather have a, a better screen or a faster processor? That's easy. That's absolutely easy. Faster processor, hands down, because that allows you to play more games. There's no game that's going to be on the Switch that's going to be like, well, we can't put it out because you don't have an OLED screen. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just going to enhance it. If you could have both, that's the best of both worlds. But faster processor, hands down. Um, and of course, games look great, especially Nintendo games, because Nintendo knows how to develop for Nintendo systems. It's The problem is, is they don't share that information with third parties, which is why you get games like uh, NBA 2K18, which looked great, but a save file is larger than Mario Odyssey completely. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Yeah, what do you yeah. think, Austin? Um, it's interesting because I, I guess the thing with the more powerful screen and that, like, or, or a better screen is, are they going to be able to keep up the battery life and that sort of thing? You know, so that's that's one challenge. I I used to play a lot more in handheld mode. But lately, in the last few months, I've been playing the majority docked. Um, and so, you know, I think I would also be in favor of probably favoring performance, um, especially because now, like, now that I have, like, a 4K TV and I have an Xbox One X and everything, like, I have Fortnite on the Switch. I can play on a handheld or Fortnite on my Xbox One X. The majority of the time, I'm playing on the Xbox because uh, it just looks better. 
mm -hmm. um, better performance. So I, I think I would lean towards performance. Uh, Portability is great, but but like you said, Steve, like the screen is already pretty good. I, I have no issues with the current handheld situation. Yeah. You do bring up an important topic though, battery life. Will this one have better battery life, especially if they do increase the the capacity of the screen? If that if they do put on an OLED screen, um, I I don't know all the details, but I I, I assume that OLED might use more power. Um, so how is that going to work? I mean, they already have a pretty pitiful battery life um, in comparison to their old systems and even you know some of the other uh, handhelds and smartphones and things like that. Um, Barry, how are they going to increase this battery life for people? Or, or are they going to... What's going to happen is they're going to advertise that it has a bigger battery. What they're, fail to, what they're going to fail to say is that the bigger battery is used to keep the OLED screen lit for the same amount of hours as it's already lit now. It's like the new iPhones. If you get the XS versus the XS Max, the XS Max has a bigger battery, but it doesn't give you any more battery life because that bigger battery is just used to keep the, their battery lives consistent. That's what's going to happen. You saw it with the 3DS versus the new 3DS. Did the new 3DS, I mean, when the 3DS launched, people complained about the battery life. That was one of the biggest complaints. Did the new 3DS set the world on fire? Oh my God, I could play this for 80 hours like my DS. No, you, you can't because they're not going to look at that. They're going to be as cheap as possible to make as much profit as possible. And that means what they're gonna do is they're gonna put a PR spin. Hey, this has a bigger battery. And then people are gonna be like, oh my God, how much is it gonna be? And the first reviews are gonna come out and say, same battery life, maybe 20 minutes more. And be like, what the heck? It has a bigger battery, but it has a better screen. That draws more power. That's the only reason the bigger battery's there. I guarantee you if they don't put a better screen, like they do processor, the only thing they're gonna do with the battery is to try to keep the system comparable to what it's doing now because it's already selling like hotcakes. So mm -hmm. why not? That's true. It does seem like, uh, you know, even though people like to complain about the battery life, it hasn't really slowed down sales. I don't think people are not buying it because the, the, the bad battery life they're buying it in spite of the <laughs> bad battery life. Um, so, uh, any other upgrades that you think they would include? I know, um, you know, uh, Barry, you, you really want a new kickstand. Um, That'd be, that'd be great for you, right? <laughs> I mean, I have a stand that I use, the, the Hori one. I think it's like $10 or whatever, um, just because I, I'm worried about the kickstand breaking. Uh, with the switch cracking and all that, I, I don't want to even want to take a chance. But I I must play tabletop mode, God, like almost never. Super Mario mm -hmm. Party, I played the first round tabletop. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm putting the dock down in the living room so we can play it on the TV down here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I was like, ah, I could do it, but it's not ideal for me. Right. Yeah. I think the, the same for me. It's like I, I've, I've done it, I think, the first day I had it just to try it out because I thought it was, you know, I got to try out everything, but that was about it. Um, Hudson, any other uh, upgrades that you would hopefully they hope they make? I know people have been talking about a, maybe a different type of Joy-Con that has maybe a control pad in it or something like that. Any, any other things like that that you'd, you'd hope they include in, a, in an upgrade? Um, well, I feel like with Joy-Cons and things, if they're keeping compatibility, I don't see why if they release a new Joy-Con that that could work with the older model. So that I feel like they should release that now if they didn't upgrade one. You know, why wait for a new version of the Switch unless they need some kind of marketing point or something. But the, um, I, you know, little things like having... I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what the current Switch may or may not be capable of, but certain things involving... Um, Support 
for uh, headsets or um, like little enhancements like that. Um, maybe some kind of headphone jack into a Joy-Con grip for like, you know, to connect to your controller. Just different, different little things like that might help. Um, I don't expect anything big. Now, there were those rumors like a long time ago about Nintendo potentially exploring VR and their, I don't know if they're patents or the idea of taking a Switch and strapping it to your head and playing that, which mm -hmm. honestly, I they'd have to make a much, much more advanced version of the Switch because you need a really good quality screen and high frame rate and everything for that to not make you want to throw up. Right. So if they do that, I would be very skeptical. Um, but like, that's the only like crazy thing I can see them doing. But otherwise, I feel like it'll be just pretty straightforward. <laughs> now you're shooting down all uh, various Virtual Boy 2 dreams. I was just thinking that. <laughs> but no, uh, honestly, I, I agree with this on though. Um, I can see them doing something with virtual reality. Uh, even Reggie said that they were looking into the technology. But as somebody who suffers from motion sickness, um, like one of the the main reason I even got a PS4 Pro was for VR, just so it would run faster. The process, you know, less the higher frame rate, I got less dizzy, and even then, I still get you know motion sickness. So, yeah. It would have to be very yeah. like I would be scared of Switch VR, especially if they're like, right. "Here's the next Zelda VR only." I would cry because I would be throwing up every like five steps just to get myself through this Zelda game because I have to beat it. And you have to build it out of cardboard. <laughs> yes, we Google. just have to have Hudson build all of ours because ours Nintendo would just stay Labo in the, VR set. The yeah. As, as oh, Jared God. says in the chat, that would be terrible. <laughs> uh, so let let's talk naming. Because Nintendo is love, you know, just so great at their naming conventions over the years, especially in upgrades of different systems. And by great, I mean horrible. Uh, so, um, what would they name this new version of of the Switch? I've heard some different things out there. I think the latest I, I read was Nintendo Switch S, um, which just makes me think of switches. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Hassan, what could they name this thing that actually like could work for them and maybe get them out of this naming rut? What could work? I don't think this would work, but you mentioned uh, this being a new version of Switch, so they could always just go new Switch. Um, you know, I mean, they've, they've done it before, um, so that's always possible. Um, but, I, I mean, you know, they could go Switch Pro, Switch... I mean, you know, if this is an upgraded version, um, Switch, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know. Like, I, there's, there's, it's so, Nintendo just, whatever you would expect, they're not going <laughs> to do it, you know? So it, it's like, it's so hard to say what, what they're going to, what they're going to go with. It's true. Barry, Barry, what do you think? And you, you get the marketing genius name. You've learned from all their mistakes. They're not going to call it the new Nintendo Switch XL, probably. So They're going to call it the new Nintendo Switch I XL <laughs> Lite Mini. That's, that's, that's it. Classic. That's it. <laughs> Incredibly um, marketable. Totally marketable. Um, there's many ways. I mean, Pro is obviously X. You know, they can copy their competition. You know what would be really cool? How about how about they bring back one of the best code names for one of the systems they've ever developed for, and just call it the Nintendo Switch Revolution, because the Wii was a revolution and that was its code name, 
this is honestly another revolution. Let's do it. Let's Nintendo Switch revolution. Boom. <laughs> we got some good ideas in the chat. Uh, people are saying Super Nintendo Switch or Nintendo Switch Plus. Uh, Mike says Nintendo Switch U. So, um, and that I, one's I exclusive to Russia. <laughs> yes. Nintendo Switch Deluxe because of all the Deluxe Edition ports that we get. <laughs> yes. Uh, virtual Switch. Um, we'll see. I don't know. All right. Last question before we move on. Barry, would you buy it? If they come out with a new system next year, let, let's say, I, I know you're collecting everything. So set aside your collection. So like, let's think you're not collecting everything. Cause right now you can, you have an obligation to, to buy everything switch, but if you're not collecting things, would you buy this new version? Based on my past history with revisions, uh, I got the DSI when it launched only because GameStop had a good trade in and I had an extra, uh, light. So I wound up getting the eye for like 60 bucks. The new Nintendo 3DS XL I got on launch because of the Zelda, the Majora's Mask version. I have yet to actually open that box. Uh, so I didn't actually need to get it at launch. The new 2DS XL I didn't get until two months ago, simply for display purposes. I didn't actually get it to use, uh, even though I've heard it's a great version. So based on that, I would almost lean to no except I'm playing on the Switch so much that I would absolutely go yes because I'm playing so much on the Switch, more so than the PS4 and the Xbox One right now. If, however, when it comes out, Switch is in a lull and I'm playing more on the PS4 or the Xbox One or the 3DS or the Vita or whatever, then maybe I'll hold off. If there's a Zelda edition, however, as being discussed in the chat, I'm going to have to get it no matter what. <laughs> Nice, nice. Hassan, you know, buy the new, new Nintendo Switch U Super Dix Deluxe I U Edition. Pets, cats, dogs too. Somehow. Oh uh, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. You know, usually what happens is if it's an upgraded version, I'll buy it. If it's a cheaper version, I won't. Um, looking at the, uh, the DSi, the. Um, like the new 3DS, new 3DS XL. I bought those. I didn't buy a 2DS or, or a new 2DS XL or anything. Um, so, because I, I just didn't have a reason for it. So if there's any kind of an upgrade to it, then yes, I'll, I'll definitely be there probably day one. Um, I'll, I'll get it, but uh, that's really my, my focus. Yeah, yeah. And I'd have to agree with you guys too, um, especially since my Switch is cracked. And um and you know, if I could get another one that's not, that's actually the one thing I forgot about mentioning. If they can improve the plastic that they make that thing out of it so it doesn't crack anymore under heat, that would be awesome. And uh, I would buy one day one just for that alone. And uh, then I'd still try to get my money back or get them to fix the other one for free because of just pitiful design. Um, they not can't hold up under heat. But uh, but yes, I, I I'd probably buy it as well, as, especially if it is an upgrade, like you guys said. If it's if it's just like a mini version uh, or something like that that has less features, then probably not. Um, I have no reason to have uh, another one that has less features. I don't play my 3DS or my 2DS at all right now, um, which is effectively you know <laughs> has less features than a Switch. So why would I you know? buy another one that's uh that has less features than the current one i have um but if it is an upgrade a solid upgrade yeah i'd, I'd definitely be buying it as well so, i agree so all right let's move on uh nintendo released their next uh 
smartphone game. And uh, Barry, you've talked about it a little bit, Dragalia Lost. It's this RPG. And uh, to be completely honest with you, I have not touched the game uh, at all. Um, Hassan, have you have you played it at all? Uh, I downloaded it 10 minutes before the podcast. I have not opened it yet. So that's <laughs> that's pretty much my extent to it. Nice. nice. Oh, wow. So, so this is going to be a one-way conversation with Barry just chatting with himself about this All game right. that he loves so much. Uh, before we do that, we do want to like point out that uh, Video Games Monthly is uh, here in our chat. And uh, thank you guys so much for, for the donation for uh, this month's or for this uh, this podcast, this episode's podcast um, contest that we've been running, um, we were very grateful for what you guys have done, and uh, I know the winner is especially going to be grateful. Um, so just a little bit longer, and we'll announce the winner. But uh, Barry, talk to us about this game, this mobile game that you said that you weren't going to get into, and all of a sudden now you're sucked into it, and the 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 other two of us are just kind of sitting back going. I don't know what's, what's the big deal, Barry. Why, why is um, it so great? <clears throat> well, when it, when it came out, I downloaded it, and I played a little bit. And I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. And I put it down. Next day, I'm like, ah, I'll play a little more. Put it down. And it, it, was, it wasn't fully grabbing me yet. <clears throat> but then they put out a raid content. Mm -hmm. And now there's a limited raid going on for the rest of this week. And it's very much styled MMO style. And I'm a sucker for MMOs. I always have been. I play Final Fantasy 14 to this day. I met my wife on Final Fantasy 11. So I was like, oh, my God, this is the kind of stuff I like. And I could have it in the palm of my hands. So now I'm actually raiding with other people, and we're taking down raid bosses. And, you know, I'm looking at the Japanese, like, like 10 times more powerful than I am. I'm like, they're, they're, they're like, telling me nope when I join their groups. Like, nope, you're too weak. And I'm like, oh, I got to get weaker so, or stronger. So I'm grinding, and I'm farming materials. And, you know, so far I'm level 24. I'm almost 25. So I got I got my account here to show that I'm not not joking around. Um, the interesting thing is when I actually got Dragalia Lost, I actually started playing it on the iPhone six, uh, and it was it ran really well. And I recently upgraded finally after all this time. Uh, all the money I've gotten from keeping Hassan, um, <laughs> you know, captive, I got an, uh, the iPhone XS Max. Wait, there was money involved in this, yeah. and you didn't tell yeah. me? Oh yeah, iPhone yeah I had to buy my Max iPhone. Buddy. Oh, you I must got have it. stolen one while I was in the dungeon. <laughs> um, so there I, you go. I, I didn't get the max. I just had the regular one. <clears throat> but it looks so good on this. Um, it looks great. And it's so much fun to play. And I, it's just, it, it definitely has the freemium iPhone game tropes. It has the stamina. It, it has a lot of the things that I didn't like about the Tales of Games on, on the iPhone. But it has a lot of things that I do like. And the more I realize these characters are now Nintendo characters, the music is very good. I wouldn't be surprised if some of this music winds up in Smash Brothers. The, the story is actually entertaining. And when I got sucked into the raid, because the whole, the whole idea about summoning and the gotcha system, I'm not a fan of it. A lot of people aren't fans of it. And of course, your initial well of you know currency to summon dries up. And then you're like, well, crap, do I spend money or do I just slowly farm? But the new raid, actually, while you're doing it, you get materials to do a special summon. And the special summon has like a five-star dragon in it right now. So you can and a bunch of upgrade materials. So you can still summon for free just by doing your doing raids and stuff with the stamina. Um, and I like that. It, it makes it feel 
less like, oh my God, I've got to spend money and more like, hey, I can do stuff. And the more I play, there's more to it. There's a, you got a town and I didn't know this in the beginning. You get a town and you get buildings you can place that help you out. I didn't realize you can upgrade those buildings until yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, no wonder one of the Japanese are kicking my butt. So now I'm upgrading, you know, and, and one of the things is like the, the smithy, you get a smithy, but your whole castle has to be upgraded to upgrade the weapons. So I'm like, oh my God, they're, they wonder why they're kicking my butt. Like they, they paid more attention to it clearly than I did, but it's a lot of fun. I like it. I like it more than I thought I would. Um, to this point that I am now playing it like the other, just last night, this is a true story. My wife was waiting to take a shower and I decided I want to go to the bathroom. I was there for like 40 minutes and I came out and she's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, I've been waiting to take a shower. And I'm like, oh, I was raiding. She's like, you were in the bathroom raiding? (laughs) I'm like, I got sucked into it. I was just, yeah, let's go. So, uh, so yeah, it is, it is kind of addicting in that sense, but the stamina does put you a check, but yeah, it's, it's worth checking out. It's a free game worth checking out. In my opinion, if you like MMO, if you like action adventure, uh, I think Nintendo did a really good job and I would like to see something Dragalia now put onto the switch, mm. kind of like what they did with all their other, you know, iPhone games. I'd like to see it translate to the switch. Nice. Nice. Do you see this as uh, something you'll be playing for a long time, um, or is it going to kind of pitter out after a while? That depends on what happens after the event ends. If the event ends and they don't keep going with new events and allowing me to keep summoning through those events and work, because if I can work in a game to get, you know, items to then summon, I feel like I'm I'm getting it through earning, and I don't mind playing it. But if it's like I hit a brick wall, like I've done with so many games, like Pokemon Quest, which uh, we we talked about. Uh, where, where in that game I hit a brick wall. It was like, you have to buy to continue. I haven't hit a brick wall yet. So as long as I haven't hit a brick wall, I'll keep playing. Gotcha. So you're dead set, not going to spend money, huh? Well, see, the thing is, it's it's not that simple in this game. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, buy currency for 10 bucks and you can summon a bunch. It's it's different packs, like material packs or upgrade packs. Uh, and then they have the, 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 the worst thing is right in the beginning that, they try to get you, it's called the welcome pack. I will try to bring this up. The welcome pack is horse manure. Let me just say that. <laughs> this is the welcome pack. And they, they advertise it like, oh, new game kind of deal. You get a five-star character, guaranteed, and an, an a ten, 10 summons for the low price. Let's see if this actually comes through for our YouTube people. Mm-hmm. Can you see that price? Did it it's come like through? $24.99. $24.99. $24.99. That is ridiculous. That is just, hey, welcome. You know, there, there's going to be some kid that's going to be like, oh, this is the thing they're advertising, they're pushing. Because a lot of lot of iPhone games will do that. They'll be like, here, here, it's a brand new game. Here's a welcome bonus, a special deal. Your first purchase is like $2 to get you hooked. Kind of like the first one's free. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not. This is 25 bucks. For for two for for a ten summon and one five star, that's 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 cool. like the price of the game. Yeah, so I'm wow. probably not going to spend any money. But the good news is you can play without spending money. I'm I'm level almost level twenty five on my character, not on the individual characters. Uh, I'm having a blast, and uh, like I said, if you play right now, uh, the event ends ten fifteen. There's friends you could friend me, and I could help you out. We could do raids together. I could help you through some of the uh, tougher dungeons to get you caught up and get you some materials. It's a lot of fun. Cool. 
Cool. Hudson, are you looking forward to it or uh, this going to kind of be something you, you're just going to dabble around with? Um, I'll definitely give it a try as, as I've done with most of the Nintendo games. I guess I haven't touched the Fire Emblem one because I just haven't really played much Fire Emblem in general. I guess the biggest thing that, that like doesn't necessarily get me hyped, and I've talked about this in the past, is you know, three letters, RPG. I, I just, in general, I don't really enjoy RPGs with a couple exceptions like Pokemon and that sort of thing. Um, but I, I want to give it a try. You know, I definitely want to check it out and see see what it's all about. Cool. Yeah, I'm the same here. I, I I do plan on trying it, but I just have a yeah. As I as I already said, I haven't played many Switch games, let alone uh, downloaded the game. And so you're already ahead of me because you've already downloaded it. So, <laughs> well, the thing is, is, with the mobile, it's something easy and convenient. You can play in bed. You can play, you know, in a break at work, and that's the thing. Like I was in the dentist earlier. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was in the dentist earlier, waiting in the waiting room, and I'm just raiding. I'm like, where? Are we? Yeah, getting your teeth worked on. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> oh man so nintendo has been talking a, a lot uh, or not have hasn't been talking a lot at all actually about a virtual console or anything like that we wish that they'd come out with some news uh, we got a little bit of a, a few hand uh not handheld sorry i'm jumping ahead of myself nes games on the switch uh online and uh and, and we're thinking you know could they could they bring handheld games there as well what could the virtual console be we've talked about in this podcast a lot and uh, we're not really sure. Nintendo has pretty, been pretty silent about this entire thing. And uh, lo and behold, I, I saw that uh, there was a few uh, sites that reported this. I got TechPP's um, uh, article pulled up right now. Um, and they, they say that uh, apparently Nintendo has uh, filed for a patent for a flip or folio style case for, with, uh, for smartphones with inbuilt controls that can control your smartphone uh, or turn your smartphone into a portable gaming hub, basically like a Game Boy on your uh, your smartphone. I know some other uh, companies have, have done something similar to this, but this is apparently Nintendo filing for a patent to do this um, directly from Nintendo. Is this their answer possibly to the portable virtual console? What is going on here? Uh, Hassan, what do you think? Uh, well, it's kind of interesting the the method of how they're doing this because they're they're like these like uh, third party you know unofficial like Game Boy cases that attach to the back of your phone and it's like a screen on the back of it. Mm -hmm. But this is using your existing smartphone screen and it's like an overlay and the buttons are like touching inputs on the touch screen in a way and like so it's it's on top of your existing smartphone screen. Um, I mean, in concept, like it's it's odd, but if it works, I guess that's kind of neat. Um, but I also wouldn't really want to play them much on my smartphone. Like my my 10s Max is big enough with the case, the leather case and stuff I have on it. I don't need to be carrying around a giant Game Boy case on it to play games. Like, you know, if I, I I'd rather at home in the comfort of my house, like you know, just play something on the Switch, like. Give us the games on the Switch, you know. I, I don't I don't I mean I'd try it out, you know. I'd I'm a Nintendo fan. I would of course try it if they did it, but I just think it's kind of a weird implementation. I don't know. It does seem weird. Is this Nintendo's next thing of you know venturing into the, the smartphone world? They they've started releasing games. Now they're gonna possibly gonna do this like pseudo Game Boy thing on smartphones. I don't know. Barry, what do you think about this thing? I think this is a mess. 
and, <laughs> and that's my honest opinion, and, and I'll, I'll say why. I think there's one unifying problem when you deal with smartphones, and that is there's no universal size. So you're going to have to make this for so many different sizes, and it's going to have to work for all those sizes. That's going to be a skew nightmare. You thought the NES Classic was hard to get, or the <laughs> SNES Classic was hard to get. Well, imagine trying to find the Game Boy in your particular size cell phone. And if you don't have a popular size and they don't make it, you're screwed out. Um, I think that it's a novelty. I think if at this point, at the size of my phone, and, and your phone, Hassan, and, and most you know cell phones that are bigger now, you might as well just play the Game Boy. Right? At this point, you might as well just play the Game Boy. Or a Game Boy Color, or a Game Boy Advance, or a Game Boy Advance SP, or anything else. Um, you might as well just do that. Uh, if if you want to go that route, just to actually release a classic. Just release a Game Boy Classic, or a Game Boy Color Classic. And get it done with. Therefore, people go to the store, they buy it, they, it uses its own battery, it works for everybody, you don't drain your cell phone battery. And you know what? If, if the case goes over the front, let's say... It snaps on. That means you can only use your cell phone as a Game Boy with that case on it. If that's the case, you need to take it off to use your cell phone as a cell phone. Oh, I'm playing, you know, Zelda Link's Awakening, and oh, I got a phone call. Hold on. Pause. You know, take it off. Oh, hi. It's just going to be a nightmare. So I don't see this actually being useful or good or working. I think it's just a novelty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. guys. Look, check yeah, out my, my brand new phone right here. This is my, my new <laughs> iPhone. This is it right here. It's a uh, it's a new purple color, um, but uh, no, I mean, yeah, like you said, like here's my Game Boy Color. I mean, it's a little shorter, but it's, I mean, you know, you could imagine, yeah, like that. It's basically the same size. I I don't know. It's just it's weird. It's yeah. weird, Nintendo. Yeah. It seems like it too, because it like at least the the drawings that a lot of people have. I don't know if these are from the official patent or not, but it seems like it's a normal folio kind of case. Uh, at least the idea is that from where I'm reading things, so it kind of pops in similar to like if you had a wallet case or something. It kind of pops in one side and it has the cover that would come over. Then that cover possibly would have the buttons that touch the screen, like you said, Hassan. But but yeah, like if you want that, I mean, I guess. You know, one of the big things that Nintendo has said is that uh, gaming, you know, putting their old games on the uh, on smartphones is not what they want to do because of the input control. They say, you know, their games were built for touch or for buttons, uh, not for touch interface. And so that's one of the big reasons they would never bring their games, um, all their old games to a smartphone. But if they did this then they'd be able to add those physical buttons or somewhat physical buttons to the to the smartphone maybe then they would bring the games i don't know like is that i i i guess i see some of the 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 mindset like that they could go into this why they would do this but i still I don't know. I'm with you, Barry. I wish they would just release like a Game Boy Classic edition instead uh, of doing this because i don't know it'd be fun but i i also feel like yeah, Hassan, like I'd be bringing it in and out of, of it so much that I don't know. It, it's just, it's weird. It's a mess, like you said, Barry. It's a mess. It's, it's clunky. It's clunky. And it's like those things that I don't know if Nintendo, you know, in, the, in their ways of innovating, like they try and think of this great new idea, but they don't fully think it through. Like, you know, well, let's take voice chat on the Switch. Like they have this idea of, well, you can chat through an app on the smartphone and it integrates with the switch okay great idea and concept 
but they don't think it through at all. And they make that the only way that you, you do voice chat. And then it, it's just terrible. So same thing here, like, okay, interesting idea to play Game Boy games on your iPhone or whatever through this special case or something. But if this is the only way that we can play those old games, then that's kind of terrible. So I, I like, I like options. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's my point. Like, it's a novelty. If, if they decide to do it, that's fine. Put out a Game Boy Classic as well. Give people options. Because this is just... I can't see this being truly useful. Like, I can't see this being the next big thing. Uh, especially now that Nintendo has really started a mini classics revolution. Yeah, we had the app games, terrible Sega Genesis, and the Intellivision, and the Atari flashbacks, and the Coleco. But ever since the NES Classic, it started this big classics reunion, like like this wave. You have uh, SNK is putting out the Neo Geo one this month, I think. PlayStation is now getting one. <clears throat> you know, Commodore 64 has one. Uh, Sega has left at games because the newest at games doesn't have Sega's license. So maybe Sega's doing their own. <sighs> this is this is already becoming a fad. And I don't think this is the answer. I could be wrong. Nintendo knows what we want more than we want before we want it. But I don't see this being positive or at least useful outside of just a novelty. A stocking stuffer. A $60 stocking stuffer. <laughs> yeah. And it seems like the uh, the chat room pretty much agrees with us. Uh, this just seems like it's it's out there. Um but uh, something else is that, that is out there. Um, <laughs> if you've been following the memes and all that stuff lately, uh, you've probably heard of uh, something called Bowsette. Um, so I, I just want—I <laughs> thought it was uh, just wild enough for us to talk a little bit about Bowsette here on the podcast, um, especially because it seems like Nintendo kind of maybe even had the idea before it was an idea from the fans. Uh, so kind of. All correct me if I'm wrong. I've I've tried to to keep away from it, but I had to learn a little bit about it enough to talk about it today, I guess. But it seems like um, it all started from uh, from Mario Odyssey, and uh, and and that with the the idea that uh, nope. this whole Peachette thing. That was New um, Super Mario U right? Deluxe. Super Mario U Deluxe. Okay, it goes further back than I thought it was. Okay, so wait, wait, it's come from Peachette, though, right? Yeah, that just revealed. Yeah. The name, but then, but then the 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 drawings that I saw yeah, also the drawings like, are from Odyssey. From yeah. Odyssey, okay. So the thought of it came from like the idea, the name, and everything came from like Toadette turning into Peachette um, from this this new game coming out, and then also this this thought that you know, oh Bowser wants you know really wants Mario's attention, and he sees that Peach always gets his attention, so he's going to turn into a girl. Um, so Pete Bowser. Um, and with all these these uh, memes and everything, and uh, and it looks like Nintendo possibly also had um, there were some drawings and some concept art um, from the game, and it looks like Nintendo uh, went there actually with with some of their concept art um, before the fans actually did too. So, um, what do you guys think about this, this whole thing, this this phenomena that's been happening around Bowser lately? Uh, Hudson, what's your what's your thoughts? Uh, it, it's, it's so interesting. I just, I, 
I I don't even <laughs> I don't even know with this one. I mean, it's kind of cool that the fans, you know, really latched onto something like this to the extent that it gained so much popularity. It was trending on Twitter and everything. Like it was it was a big topic. Um, and so that's kind of cool. Uh, the idea of Bowser and Bowser and all that, like I. I, I didn't really look too much into it because I've seen some Nintendo fan art and I've seen it go in a really wrong direction. So I wasn't sure about this one. I don't know if this was totally fine, if this went in that direction too or not. I just kind of avoided it in general. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's I guess it's it's interesting just for the fact that it was it, it captured so many people's attention. You know, yeah. um, I thought that was certainly certainly kind of cool. Yeah, Barry. Uh, any thoughts about Bowsette? <laughs> well, I've actually followed it um, a little bit. <clears throat> it stemmed from a fan art, uh, fan fan comic art mm -hmm. that after New Super Mario U Deluxe was shown off, and it grew from there. <clears throat> and it's it's taken on a, a whole new role. Uh, earlier today, uh, my wife called me at lunch, said, "I want you to look up this name on Facebook." And look at his most recent picture. This is a bearded, hairy man in Bowsette cosplay. I said, thank you. I didn't need to see that today. <laughs> but thank you. Um, that's where we're at with this. I mean, it is larger than, uh, than I think it deserves to be. Yeah. I think it's an interesting concept. I, I've seen funnier comics come from it since. Like Yoshi wearing the crown. Um, which is hilarious. Um, and obviously it changes the whole Mario story. What happens <laughs> when other people wear this crown? Like, and that's the whole idea is we don't know what happens. Like anything can happen. This is, you know, new territory, but Nintendo did this to themselves. They only have <laughs> themselves to blame. And, uh, they say no comment. They had an idea beforehand. Look, it's going to be, it's going to have its 14 minutes. And then it's going to disappear, um, just like much anything else. But, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to a Bowsette costume now appearing in Smash. Why not? Let's just have it happen and get over with. That's, that's what you're going to go for as, uh, as a Halloween this year? Oh, God, no. <laughs> no. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I had a friend uh, like that texted me, I think, one of the first days that it that it really got popular. And uh, and he's like, what do you think of Bowsette? And at that point, I, just, I had not heard of anything. I was like what is he talking about? And, uh, and it did go through my mind. I, I knew about Peachette and everything. I thought that was weird. Um, like a lot of people, I think. And, uh, and, and so I was like, did he, did it like auto correct somehow? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, before I respond to him and seem like an idiot, I'm going to look this up. <laughs> and then my screen on I me, mean, my phone was just like, Oh my gosh, what is this? And, uh, you know, the, the down the rabbit trail I went. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just, I agree with you guys, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird. I I hope it passes. I hope we uh, move on to uh, bigger and better things with you know actual characters that that uh, makes sense. But um, anyhow, um, so let's move on to our, our last news piece uh, as a follow up from the uh, the story we talked about, or Barry and Greg talked about uh, at our last podcast about Telltale. Um, fill us in a little bit about what's going on there with that, Barry. Uh, yeah, and uh, New York Comic Con, uh, the Walking Dead panel, Robert Kirkman announced that his company, Skybound, has actually taken ownership of Telltale's Walking Dead to the final season, and he will finish the season. He's going to work with members of the original Telltale team, 
uh, and they're going to hopefully finish it the way fans deserve. And they will be updating, you know, everybody that, that is interested. Um, now, I don't know if this is going to come to Switch or not now. I know it was pulled uh, from the list, but now maybe it may come out. Either way, I think this is about the, the happiest type of ending we can have. Um, I'm happy that, you know, I'm not a big Walking Dead fan, but I'm happy for those that are. They get to finish this game. I'm happy for the Telltale employees that get to finish their dream. And uh, hopefully something else comes from Telltale and they get resurrected somehow. I mean, Toys R Us is doing it now, and who knows, Telltale can do it too. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I am not really into the those Walking Dead games either, but uh, but it's always it's it's always great to see you know people that can continue in their their jobs and their their passion projects that they've been working on these games for a while, and to be you know for to have that rug pulled out under them is, is really unfortunate, but it's really cool to see stuff like this happen. So, any thoughts about that, uh, Hassan? Are you uh, you a big Walking Dead fan or uh, or play any of the games? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Steve. I mean, I'm a big fan of Walking Dead in, in the show, you know, like that. But the games, I, I have not uh, played at all. But I've heard, you know, a lot about them. Um, the and yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to like I. It, it would really bug me, and and this would be a reason why I would never touch those games is if they didn't finish it because I really like I would hate to not have a complete story. Like otherwise, to me, it's not worth it. Um, so the fact that they are completing it, but, but more importantly, the fact that they're going to try and hire the original people to complete it so that their vision of the story can be told and it can kind of be, be worked out. Um, and they were mostly, I think I had heard they were, in, you know, had already done a decent bit of like prep work and stuff for the final episode and everything. So it, it's not like a, a major, you know, new thing that has to be created. So, um, it's nice that they get the chance to finish it. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, that's good news for sure. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, move into listener questions. And uh, if, if you're new to the podcast, you can send in a question uh, to podcast at NintendoFuse.com, or you can connect with us on Twitter or Facebook, uh, including our Facebook group. Um, you can even send us uh, something on Instagram as well. Uh, the one question we have this week um, is all about uh, Pokemon uh, Eevee and Pikachu, uh, the Let's Go series. Um, and uh, basically the question is, uh, are you guys excited about it? And uh, I feel like we should go to Hassan first because I am uh, he's you know our guest for today's podcast. So uh, you, I know your your love for Pokemon. Um, are you excited about uh, Let's Go Eevee and uh, Pikachu? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I guess Steve, you're wearing the Pokemon shirt. So you're representing, uh, you know, the the Pokemon <laughs> series today. Um, but uh, yeah, I I am. I, I've always, um, you know, well, for the most part, I've gotten most of the the main series games. Like I, I didn't get Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon, but I had Sun. Um, so I always enjoy those. And, you know, I grew up on the originals. Pokemon Blue version was one of my first ever video games, maybe my first ever one. I can't remember exactly which video Damn, game I got son, first. You're making me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, I played it on this, this system right here. So lots of, lots of great memories and everything. But uh, so I'm excited to revisit the originals um, in this new way. And Pokemon Go um, is... is pretty interesting so just kind of combining those those elements so um yeah I'm, I'm excited to to get back into it i got the pokeball plus which i'm also very excited about so that should be kind of cool to mess around with and then 
between me getting the Eevee version, my wife getting the Pikachu version, so we can play together and um, should be should be pretty cool. Cool, Barry, you excited about it? Actually, I am. Um, I still play Pokemon Go with uh, my wife. She plays a little more than I do, though. But she's super excited. It's the thing that's getting her a Switch. So we're getting the special version with Eevee for her. So it's, she's getting her own Switch now. And I'm getting the Pikachu version with the Pokewalker for myself. Uh, and we're going to play together. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. You know, one of the things that I didn't like about... <clears throat> and I know some people will be like, what the heck about the later Pokemon games is... There's just so much to it, and I don't have the time. You know, I'd rather put 350 hours in the Xenoblade than 350 hours in the Pokemon. So I like that it's a little bit light almost, and it's going back to the roots. So I plan on playing, and I plan on beating it, or at least playing as much as I can, uh, and uh, see how far I get by the time Smash comes out. But the main, I mean, the main thing for me is that I get to play and work with my wife, and for me, that's awesome. And uh, got her a Switch. So now we can do multiplayer and stuff with Switch. So I'm happy about that. So yeah, I will be getting it and I will be enjoying it. And uh, if any of you out there want to play, you know, let me know. We'll, we'll uh, hook up Nintendo uh, Switch IDs. Cool. I, uh, as, uh, in contrast to my shirt, um, I, I'm not like as huge of a Pokemon fan as, as Hassan. And uh, so I played uh, a lot of the main games and I and I still play Pokemon Go kind of the new updates got me back into it. Um, although there was like a span of a week or so after I got my new phone um, that I couldn't play it. Um, I kept reinstalling it and it kept crashing on my phone. And so I missed out on some stuff because it just kept crashing and kept crashing. And finally I reinstalled it enough times that it finally worked. Um, so um, I have been able to play it again for the, next, the last few days. But um, so I, I'm gonna hold off on Let's Go, I think, until I, I see some more of the reviews and see what people are thinking and talk with you guys and stuff like that. Um, I'm not as huge of a fan that I have to have it on day one. Um, I'll hold off and, and see, see what other people think. Um, I do, I, I have mixed opinions on the fact of how it's like a little more lighter of a version because part of me goes, oh, what, what, that's, that's not good because I want a full game. But at the same time, like you, Barry, I like, I also like the newer Pokemon games are too overwhelming for me as well. So like I, 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 I contrast my, my own thoughts are contrasting. I know. Um, but uh, so yeah, I'm just gonna be holding out um, and, and seeing what other people think first before I, before I jump in. Well, I don't think it's too engaging and all that. It's more like just not enough time. I mean, I got sun and moon and I never really played them. And then I got ultra sun and moon. And I never had the time to play them. So it's not that I think they're bad games, but <clears throat> that I don't like them or I don't want to play them. It's just, time yeah. time is a commodity i don't have <laughs> totally totally agree yeah so all right well again if you uh want to send in a question we'll address it in a future podcast episode send it to podcast at nintendofuse.com or connect with us on social media and we'd love to uh, address your questions in a future episode all right it's the time that a lot of you guys have been waiting for Let's get into this contest. Uh, Barry, as I am getting the contest winner ready, uh, talk to us a little bit about video games monthly and uh, and what all this whole thing is about and uh, what this winner is going to be actually getting. Absolutely. So uh, if you missed it at the beginning of this podcast, Video Games Monthly is a wonderful organization that uh, run by wonderful people. And what they do is you go to their site, videogamesmonthly.com, you sign up, and you send them a list of the games you have 
the, the list of the systems you have and the types of games you enjoy playing. You then <clears throat> choose, you know, how many games a month you want to get in one of their box packages, and they will pick three, four, five, seven games that you don't have, and they're going to match it with the systems you have and the types of games you like to play, and they will send it to you. They also do things like uh, where where some of some of their actual like staff will pick like like really really cool boxes, and you get like extra extra good stuff, uh, and from everything I've seen, uh, people have been getting really good boxes and they've been happy and they've been posting about it and I've been looking into it and it's great. And it's a great service, especially if you don't have time to go out there or you just, you want to do it like hey, a project when it comes, those are the games I'm going to play. Or it's like, it's kind of like Christmas every month. Um, and they were really nice. Uh, I wound up meeting them at a, a video game con and uh, we talked and they were very nice to donate a box. So the winner of this is actually getting a five-game box. That's five games, uh, random, because we don't know your what you have and what you don't. So it's going to be random five uh, games. Uh, hopefully, after you receive it, you let us know and you let them know, because uh, I'd love to know what you get. And uh, you know, I'm happy for you, whoever you are. Yet, uh, Steve knows I don't. Um, but yeah, so that's what you're going to get. And if you guys like this contest, let Video games monthly know. Say, hey, we like this. Let's do this again because we want to do this again. And if you do go to video games monthly and <clears throat> say, I like the service, I want to sign up, just let them know that you heard from Nintendo Fuse. Like, hey, you know what? I saw on the podcast, I, I, I entered the contest, I, I won or I didn't win, but I want to give it a try on Nintendo Fuse uh, is where I saw it. Um, it just just helps us keep going with these, uh, these contests because we want to keep giving you games. I mean, we're, we like to give here at Nintendo Fuse, and we want to give you guys so many good things. Um, as for the monthly cost, it is uh, depending on the package you have. So the three up is twenty nine ninety nine. That's three games. The four up is thirty four ninety nine. The five up is thirty nine ninety nine. And the power pack, I said seven. I was wrong. It's ten. Is seventy four ninety nine. So depending on what you get. That's what they're going to send you. And it's not like, oh, I have to subscribe for two years or three years. Like, no, you can subscribe for a month, try it, and then say, you know what? This wasn't what I expected and not not, not going anymore. Or you could say, wow, I really like that and keep going. Uh, and they also do cool little things like in your box, you get a little card that says, oh, if you like this, share what you got and you might be randomly picked for your next box to get a couple more free games. <clears throat> So they, they keep giving things, um, and I like that. I like that they constantly give back. Um, we're going to have an industry talk soon with Video Games Monthly, and I did have a personal conversation with them already. Really cool people. They're doing this for the gamers, and uh, I like the service. And uh, if, you, if you like older games or newer games, um, they, they've got a bunch of good, good selection for you. So. Yeah, and uh, it looks like they they have games all the way up to two thousand, I think. Yeah. Too. So it's not too too much older, um, you know, games. Like you could end up with some games that uh that are that are fairly new as well. And so um so it's it isn't isn't like only the really old stuff. Um, no, so that's, no. That's cool. And it's not just Nintendo; it is other systems too. Right. So um that that's the beauty is it's not just hey you know I only have one system or two systems. You can get Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis 64, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, all the way up to the Wii, 360, PS3, Wii U, even, uh, and television, Atari. So, so you can go up to the Wii U. 
um, that, that's a that's a good span of games. Definitely, definitely. All right, ready to announce our winner for this yeah. uh, this contest. A little drum roll. A little drum roll. All right, uh, <laughs> put that in post. All right, congratulations, Aaron Haney. Aaron oh, Haney. Congratulations. So, uh, yes, Aaron Haney is uh, from Ashland, Oregon. Oregon, right? So, yeah. So, uh, Aaron, if you uh, we'll we'll get you uh, information and everything, and uh, we do want to make sure that this uh, this is uh, claimed uh, within a week. So, if it's not claimed within a week, we'll uh, we'll uh, go ahead and pick a different winner. So, Aaron, as soon as you uh, get word from us, just uh, you know, send us something back, uh, letting us know that you do have it. We'll get your address and everything, and uh, get that sent out. So, congratulations, Aaron Haney. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like uh, Barry said, hopefully we can do this again sometime. And uh, we had a ton of, of entries for this one, uh, yeah. 3,165 entries um, for this contest. So uh, that's that's so great. And I know um, Video Games Monthly got some new followers. We got some new followers and subscribers and everything from it. So uh, welcome to all you, all you uh, new people to Nintendo Fuse. Absolutely. And thank you again to Video Games Monthly for allowing us <clears throat> to do this. And like I said... Uh, you've been wonderful, and and I hope, Aaron, you enjoy your box, and I hope that Video Games Monthly allows us to continue doing this. Um, and and yeah, like to the new subscribers, we hope you enjoy staying here. We hope you enjoy the content, and uh, we'll see what next month brings. Hopefully, we'll be able to give out another box. Yeah, for sure, Hudson. It's been great to uh, to have you on the podcast again. Um, tell us what you're excited about over the next couple of weeks. What what games are coming out soon that you can't wait to get your hands on? Um, you know, in the next couple of weeks, I was thinking about it, and at first, my answer was going to be, I don't think I'm really getting much. I'm just kind of excited to play what I have. But I almost forgot that Starlink Battle for Atlas is next week. I think. Oh my God, is it? Oh, it is next week, week. October sixteenth. So I was like. Yeah, I was like, wow, okay, so never mind. I guess my answer is Starlink. I, I'm going to be playing that. I got the whole R-Wing pack and everything. And um, yeah, so I, I have that to, to look forward to. And then, uh, well, it'll be, you know, next month or whatever is Pokemon. But, um, but be, you know, beyond that, just playing more of Super Mario Party as well. Cool. Not, uh, not Big Buck Hunter Arcade? No, you know, I, I thought about it, but uh, I... It's just, it's just uh, too many games, you know. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah, I, I understand. That's why. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. right. Barry's gonna be playing enough for the both of us because I know here he has a pre-ordered. So, actually, I do, and my wife might actually play that. There you go. There you go. Barry, other than Big Buck Hunter Arcade, uh, what else are you gonna be playing? I know Starlink. Starlink, of course. Starlink. I, and in fact, Starlink got me to get more Joy Cons so that I can play the game two-player with my father because he loves space exploration and I showed him no man's sky, but it was way too complicated for him. Cause he's, you know, he's older. So I think this is going to be perfect for him. And I could just see us just having fun, just flying around. And any time I could bring joy in his life, uh, I try to do it. So I purposely went out and got new, new joy cons. I become like Hassan now. I got colors. I got the green and the pinks. See, um, you're bringing joy with more <laughs> joy cons. Ah, I see what you did there. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I got all the ships and all the weapons and all ready to go with the different pilots. And you know, he, he and I actually have, when Star Fox first came out, you know, we were both amazed by it and both played it. So it's going to be really great. To, and I'm looking forward to that. Cool, cool. Nothing else? Like uh, like a little uh, The World Ends With You? Final that comes out too? Oh yeah. my God. Oh, October 12th. 
two days or four uh, days before Starlink. Oh, you know what? Maybe I could do maybe I could do World Ends with you this weekend. Maybe. That's it depends on how, how far I get into Super Mario Party because I'm trying to unlock everything so when we have friends over, we can we can do everything. Um so I should be able to do that. That or Dragalia Lost, or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I'll try World Ends with you this weekend. We'll see. It's going to be a busy weekend. A busy yeah, week. It definitely is. Um, I, I'm excited about that. I, I do. I, I will eventually be playing the World Ends with You if I don't remix, because um, I did miss it the last time, and I'm excited about this time around. Um, I probably won't grab it um, right at the right when it comes out, but it is one of those games that I think it's going to have a long life. You know, I can play it months down the line and still have a great experience. It's not like I have to play it right as soon as it comes out. So maybe I'll, I'll find a lull in gaming time, and then I'll eventually pick it up so I can actually uh, fill my time during that. Um, but but Starlink as well, um, and I'm also really excited about uh, the Jackbox Party Five. Um, I've talked about um, Jackbox games a lot on the podcast about how it's so much fun that I have with with friends and and family and stuff, especially over holiday times and stuff like that. Um, just coming together around those games, and so yeah, uh, Party Pack Five comes out on October 17th, and so um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that as well. So. Hassan, uh, again, I said it, it, it's been great to have you back again. Um, I know a lot of been lots been going on in your world. Uh, you, we talked about it last time you were on. You got your uh, your your button or your plaque or whatever from YouTube um, for what is a hundred thousand or yeah. Yeah, hundred thousand yeah. followers. So subscribers, awesome. Uh, you haven't hit the next milestone yet, right? No, no, you know, it's uh, I've been locked up in a dungeon, so it's uh, kind of hard to, to do much else. So, and after this, you guys are sending me back to the dungeon. Like, come on, man. Well, like, that's only because you need to send those hundred thousand over to us so we can collaborate. <laughs> so, until that happens, we you're staying in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, make sure you go over and uh, check out Hassan's YouTube channel and uh, subscribe there to the world of Ha. And uh, Barry, um, we do, we put all our stuff here, so um, you don't really have to subscribe to anything else. Just subscribe to Nintendo Fuse, and uh, you'll see me. You'll see Barry. Uh, Barry interviews a lot of people on Industry Talk. Um, he's already told you we got one coming up with the uh, the guys behind Video Games Monthly, and uh, we've got a lot of game chats and everything else. So uh, make sure you do subscribe uh, to Nintendo Fuse, so you can be. Um, just have all this, this great talk content that uh, we want to send to you guys. Um, so subscribe, hit that bell to be alerted every time we uh, we post new videos. And like we said, join our community uh, on Facebook and, and Twitter, Instagram. Uh, make sure you follow us there. Send in some questions to podcast at nintendofuse.com. And uh, on your fo your favorite podcast app of choice, make sure you uh, send us a, a great comment. Um, if you like what you hear, um, it'd be great for us to, to get some positive comments on there and share it with other Nintendo fans. Um, we would love to, to reach more of an audience and, and continue to build this community. So, uh, again, thank you guys for, for joining us for episode 159, and uh, we'll see you next time for 160. Have a good night, guys. Bye.